0: Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about heart-healthy habits. What kind of habits do we need to install to have healthy hearts out there? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We are really, really happy to have you folks here today. We really enjoy putting these podcasts out. Hopefully, we cover enough topics for you or something that interests you. Um, We just love putting this information out, and uh, thank you for being here. we got a great topic that we're going to be talking about today, but before we do that, uh, I want to just remind you all out there to visit us, visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our latest content that we have there from our workouts, which you can search for, you can filter on, um, as well as these podcasts, all of our articles that we have. It's all there on our website for you. And to get reminders about when we publish our latest information, sign up for that newsletter and we will send you our latest content each week delivered to you straight to your inbox. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also visit us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page out there. We love keeping in contact with you all on a daily basis and love sharing stories with you as well as hearing your stories from your fitness journey so Mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully you folks get a chance to check that out um so today we're going to be talking about heart healthy habits uh it's kind of something that we all should know about obviously we all have hearts Mm -hmm. and we want to keep them healthy um but uh meredith what what's your what's your overall thought on heart Mm -hmm. healthy habits and why are we doing this topic today Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we're doing it just um, to bring awareness, like we always like to do with any of our topics, but February is Heart Health Awareness Month, and since we're in February, we decided to um, delve into this topic just to point out reminders, to give definitions as to what we are talking about, um, things that you can do, things you need to look for, maybe different foods that you can eat to get those habits going. Um, again, a lot of reminders that we've probably given before, but um, to keep our hearts healthy, both um, heart disease, cardiovascular disease, things like that. So that's why we're doing it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, this is
0: such an important topic. And I think when we exercise and when we try to stay healthy, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're not really thinking about our heart. I mean, right. unless, unless we have an issue with our hearts, exactly. obviously, yeah. I think we think about, Oh, I want to lose weight. My muscle, my, I want yeah. to grow my <laughs> muscles. Uh, I want to get bigger and stronger. I want balance to be, things. yeah. Right. But we don't really think about, I want to make my heart, heart healthier, Heart
1: healthy and strong. Yeah. yeah. Why,
0: why is that? Why um, what do you think that is?
1: I think because we just, you know, the major thing that's keeping us going in life, <laughs> you know, our brains and our hearts, we tend to neglect <laughs> for mm-hmm. many, many reasons, just because They're not the outside physical or possibly your doctor doesn't bring it up a lot. Again, unless you have um, some type of heart disease or things that are um, you already have them or they are hereditary and you have to watch out for them Um, uh, or you have a pacemaker. So you've already dealt with a lot of things as far as heart um, issues come into play. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because it's not, we're, we're not wearing it on our sleeve. We're not looking at belly fat. We're not, you know, as our heart. Um, so it's its more because it's kind of in us and we just think it's always going to keep on ticking and working for us unless we've had issues with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we don't give it the, uh, the, 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 whatever accolades that it needs you know we need Mm -hmm. to uh, think about it every single day and Mm -hmm. how we're making it stronger because it is the best muscle that we have your heart is a muscle (laughs) so we have to keep it strong
0: (laughs) most definitely and it's it's always important to remember that that's the the engine that that drives us (laughs) that's it um so let's talk about you know the things that we risk when we mm-hmm. don't take care or think about our hearts. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, heart disease. Mm-hmm. Um, what what what's, at, what's at risk here? What's on the mm-hmm. table?
1: Well, I'll go through kind of some heart disease. Because uh, it heart disease, when you say that, it's kind of a blanket statement over many different heart uh, or conditions that will affect your heart. So um, some diseases under the heart disease umbrella include blood vessel diseases, such as coronary artery disease, so of course I'm going to say these and a lot of people will say I have that um and it will kind of trigger something for them heart rhythm problems so those arrhythmias um which can lead to heart attacks Um, heart defects you're sometimes born with, your congenital heart defects, and then many, many others, but also cardiovascular disease. And that refers to conditions that involve the narrowing or blocked blood vessels that can lead to your heart attacks, your chest pain and strokes. Mm. So and that's heart and brain together. So we have to um, just be aware that there are many, many things that um, go along with heart disease, which used to be and I didn't look it up before we started, the number one uh, killer of, I know it was American, so I don't know what it is now. <laughs> different different day and age, but that's mm-hmm. what it used to be, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I think... Um you know, being aware of what we're risking is super important right. when it comes to staying healthy and active, mm-hmm. um, keeping that heart healthy. So I always like to draw upon your years of experience in working with uh, seniors and, and many age groups. Um, what's some of the, the feedback that you would get from a lot of the people that you would exercise with and, and run classes with as far as, did they ever talk about their, their heart? You they know,
1: did. I think a lot of people did because they had issues. Um, they had had a heart attack or um, they they had a pacemaker. Um, so they, they wanted me to be aware of that prior to them starting, just so I knew. Um, and of course, having a pacemaker, a whole different thing, because there's only certain when it comes to testing of someone, you can't do certain things. So it's good to know that it's there. But I think it also is in their mind that I need to... Be careful of certain movements and more high intensity things that I do. And of course, if you have um, a pacemaker, and it's a recent one, you can't lift your arms a certain way. So but most seniors are very, um, very open about talking um, about issues that they've had, whether it's been heart attack, stroke, and it's unfortunately, I'd say more common than not, when you start bringing these things up and the more people will kind of come out of the woodwork and be like, "Oh, yeah, I had a heart attack or a mini stroke." And it kind of boggles your mind cuz you think it seems like almost everyone um um and to say we'll talk about all the wonderful habits that you can do and you can exercise a lot, but sometimes there are other things that we have to look for, other different symptoms and underlying conditions as well. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to talk about it all as well as the habits <laughs> to try and make everything healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so what other kind of underlying conditions, like what, what things do pe- do people challenge have challenges about that maybe they're born with uh, when it comes to their hearts? Uh, what kind of challenges do we have to overcome?
1: Well, I think a lot of times, and I've... <laughs> heard this from seniors, they'll have certain symptoms, um, or signs like tightness in the chest, uh, shortness of breath, starting to get almost multiple signs that are coming up and they think it's nothing. It's just gas. It's just because I, I did a lot of walking today, something like that. Um, instead of looking at all of these symptoms and, and coming forward to your doctor, um, primary care physician, whomever it is that you speak with and and telling them about these things. So maybe you can get tested. They can do, I think they're called angiograms, uh, Mm -hmm. on your heart and do all the different testing and blood work and things just to make sure everything's okay. Um, get cholesterol levels checked all the time, things Mm -hmm. like that, your blood pressure. I mean, it all goes hand in hand, of course, Mm -hmm. with your heart. So, Um, But looking at those different signs that our body sometimes tries to tell us, but we like to push to the side and say, oh, that's just something else. It's because I'm tired. It's because I work too hard. And I've heard that so, so many times. They'll have three or four different things that are like staring at them in the face. They're having possibly um, the precursors to a major heart attack or stroke, and they're not listening to those things until it comes and then it's debilitating sometimes Mm -hmm. um or Mm life-taking sometimes so listening to those signs and symptoms your body tries to tell you so many times with almost every disease that we have um and not being not being afraid to tell your doctor because it's not going or someone that you're with because it's not going to make you look lesser than i think we're kind of instilled that if you, you know, are starting to have certain signs of something, you just, you're going to look like you're not as strong or something like that. So just make sure you listen to the body and then talk with someone about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, admitting to ourselves maybe is is, a, is a challenge.
1: Yeah. And stopping what you're doing every day. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this is called uh, heart healthy habits. Let's talk <laughs> about those habits. Um <laughs> You know, and they come in many shapes and sizes, from exercise to what we put in our body.
1: That's right. Right? So, um, <laughs> exercise, so let's,
0: let's, let's talk about those habits. What do we need to do uh, in, in our day-to-day lives to keep our hearts healthy from all those
1: aspects? Um, exercise is number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep that blood pumping, keep the heart pumping, trying to give it um, a little push every single day, so to speak. So it does have to work a little bit harder, um, just a little bit (laughs) every day, whether it's because you're lifting weights or maybe you're going for a walk that includes a small hill or you're walking a little faster than you normally do, um, something like that, just to make that blood pump a little harder, that heart work a little bit more. to um, being a heart-healthy habit. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Regular exercise every day.
1: Regular exercise every day, yes.
0: Okay. Uh, Is there any specific (laughs) kinds of exercises we should be doing to to emphasize that, or does it depend?
1: It depends. It depends, because I could say cardiovascular, but a lot of times when people lift weights, and depending on how they're lifting them, they end up getting their heart rate up and things like that. And again, we say these things being talking to the general population. You know your body, and you know if you've had issues with your heart before and where you are supposed to keep your levels at. I worked with someone who wore a heart rate monitor all day long um, because he had issues, and if he got his heart rate to a certain point, he had to stop. Mm. So when we Mm -hmm. were training, you'd hear this, You know, and that was his little monitor on his wrist telling him, okay, I need to slow down a little bit, and then we'd scale off a little bit, And then go back into it. And sometimes his heart rate would go up just from doing balance work because he wasn't maybe breathing properly or because his focus was so into it and his muscles were working even more and it was getting his heart rate up. So it doesn't necessarily mean he had to be jogging or lifting 20 pound dumbbells. It was just his body weight and doing balance work and that would get his heart rate up. So um, really just being conscious of what your body's doing and how your heart is working throughout Every exercise that you're doing, but again, like I said, this is blanket over general population. Yeah, you know your body, so don't say, "Oh, well, you," Meredith said, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, <laughs> right.
1: doctor. Yeah, no. Check with your doctor, yes. physician first. Yeah. Um. So yes, but exercise in general, depending on what you are doing, really listening to your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Um.
0: So let's talk about the other side of it, uh, exercise. And then we have our, uh, the food we put into our bodies. Um, now everybody, obviously when you start talking about food, everybody has their, it's hard, (laughs) it's hard because we have our favorite foods and you know, but what, what should we remember Mm -hmm. when it comes to overall heart health and diet?
1: Um, that having a good diet does not mean you're restricting everything does not mean you have to do a full 180 degree change you know and go the other direction and eat totally different in order to be heart healthy doesn't mean you're only eating raw fruits and veggies <laughs> um it's just being aware of what you're putting in your body and trying to put more of the good stuff rather than the bad stuff because the bad stuff should only be in moderation right we don't have to totally take it out but in moderation. So um, yes, of course, eating your many colorful fruits and veggies is going to be very wonderful for your heart. Um, Avoiding high fat dairy or meat um, doesn't mean you don't eat dairy. We need some calcium. We need our protein. And if you like to get it from those sources, please do so. But just restricting when it comes to the high, high fat types, because that's not good for the heart. Um, plenty of nuts and high fiber foods, very important. So your whole grains, things like that, trying to, this was the, I think the funniest one, whenever I would say it in a group setting, trying to avoid butter. And I know anyone listening to this just went, Oh, there's <laughs> a lot of seniors that I work with. They just like to put butter on everything from their morning toast to their afternoon sandwich to their evening baked potato. It was butter, butter, butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anytime I'd say no butter, oh, restrict it a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone to take it totally out. Cause that's just not right. Um, and just being aware of learning how to read a nutrition label. Um, because it gives you all the information as to the proteins, the fibers, the sodium that is going to be in that product, the saturated and unsaturated fats that are in that product. So kind of learning how to read nutrition labels, I think is really important because, um, you don't have to take two hours at the store reading everything. You kind of know what you should be eating, but learning, learning the rules. And, uh, again, eating everything in moderation, but we all know that, you know, when we look at that my plate that we're supposed to have the whole grains, the fruits, the veggies, the protein, and we're limiting all the other uh, salts and butters mm-hmm. and bad fats, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, vegetables also yes. too. Fruits. Yeah,
1: fruits and veggies, all those colorful ones. I mean, they. You can look online, and I think it's amazing because you can group it by color, but the different colors are just so rich in many different vitamins and antioxidants. Just, they're so, so amazing how, um, you know, the leafy greens and the broccoli, like go into, you know, the spinach. So go into the green category, the purples, the reds, the yellows, Mm -hmm. they all have a little something different, but they're also good for you. and, And, and they taste good, you know, find the ones that you like. Don't think you have to eat the stuff you don't like just because it's on a list. Um, find the ones you do like figure out how to how to make them a little differently um, and if you live in a, a a community a senior community asking for ingredients of, of the food that you're eating because mm-hmm. um, they have that it's a law now actually for them to even tell you what is in every single thing, what the calorie content is, what the fat content and sodium is. So they have that readily available um, if they're servicing more than 15 people, which most senior communities are. So by law, you can ask for that. And, and trying to do your due diligence, knowing something may taste good, but it's not the thing you should be eating every single day just mm-hmm. because it's on the menu.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, there's so many, so many things that we uh, can do and, um, you know, it can be overwhelming. Uh, you know, it's, let's say I'm someone who just got, went to the doctor and my doctor told me you have to take care of your heart. You got to do a better job. Yeah, yes. And, you know, I'm listening to this podcast <laughs> and Meredith, you're saying you got to exercise at five days a week. <laughs> I got to eat all these healthy foods and, you know, and I, I hardly exercise and my food intake is I eat what I want. <laughs> How do we get from point A to B? Is it a, Cutoff mm-hmm. point, or is it a gradual thing?
1: The gradual baby steps. Again, don't try and change everything overnight because those are um the habits that will never stick, right? We have to take one thing at a time, whether it's we start working out one day a week, we restrict a type of food. If you're a smoker, trying to stop because <laughs> um, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, getting that under control first and then going on to the next thing. If we try and do it all so fast, it's just going to reverse and we'll probably get worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll eat more of the bad food because then we'll think I've been restricting myself or and doing this and working so hard and nothing's changed. And now I'm upset. So I'm going back to the way I was before. Plus some, mm-hmm. um, that's just what we do for some reason in our head. So, Just taking your time, picking one thing out of that list that either the doctor gave to you or we are talking about that you want to change, maybe make small changes and implement them into your daily life and activities, and then go on to the next one once you feel you've got that one under control.
0: Mm -hmm. Baby steps, (laughs) like you said. It is really hard to make changes in your life like that when you are so used to living a certain way. (laughs) Yeah. And um, you have done
1: it for years and years and years. Yeah.
0: And getting a, a, you know, like a note from your doctor saying that you need to change your ways on some things can be pretty life changing.
1: All right. Yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, so, you know, what, what's your, your final thoughts on installing these habits, uh, getting our hearts, making them a priority Uh, and, and just living a healthier lifestyle. What, what's your, what's your, your final thoughts on that? I probably
1: would end it with baby steps. Um, like we just said, taking each thing we talked about and trying to make small changes in your everyday life, um, to, to instill habits that now will take you, um, through the remainder of your life and make you stronger, your heart happier and healthier, Um, which of course is just going to make your entire body and your life and probably your physical activity and everything that you do, your mental state, even better. So just taking those small, small steps um, are going to gradually, of course, build up to become big and help you internally, externally, all over. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and if you are out there and you are wondering about your heart, how, how healthy are you? And you're worried about it. You know, hopefully you found some information in this podcast that was helpful to you. We always recommend go talk to your doctor, Mm -hmm. stay in touch Mm -hmm. with them. They are the, obviously the authority on what you, what you should and shouldn't be doing, but that doesn't mean that you can't take things in your own hands Mm -hmm. as far as, as keeping track of your health and and installing these habits, um, to keep you healthy. It's so important and hopefully you know this is this is helpful to you or motive motivates you to take that next step exactly because it's so important yeah so uh, thanks for joining us today we just want to remind you to visit our website www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com sign up for our newsletter and get our latest content delivered to you every week Mm -hmm. and uh until the next episode we'll see you guys next time
1: (laughs) bye-bye